Before we dive into the episode, I wanted to talk to uh, you about the three words exercise that Chris Brogan has popularized and I, I use as part of my Now Your Calendar, which I'm going to talk about during this episode. But I also wanted to shout out, uh, give a shout out rather, to Mike Birch, who gave me his three words. I, I asked all of the uh, Patreon supporters uh, who are supporting the podcast. And by the way, if you want to do that, go to product. Uh, patreon.com productivityist so patreon.com slash productivityist and you can uh, commit anywhere from a buck uh, per month to as high as you want and you'll get a bunch of perks but Mike Birch because he was a supporter was able to get something to me and I want to read off his three words for 2015 uh, that he sent to me in early December so he started this planning pretty early on so his three words are urgency so he doesn't want to wait on things he wants to act grace is his second word and he wants to extend more of it to others and not be so judgmental and finally, present. So he wants to be where he wants to be, be there fully, and give himself to wherever that is. So I want to give a big thanks to Mike Birch for sending those and sharing those with not just me, but with you, the uh, listeners of the Productivities Podcast. And again, if you want to chime in and send questions and, and be a part of the show on a much greater level, then please head over to uh, patreon.com slash productivityist and join the other, uh, you know, oodles of patrons that are supporting the productivity as podcast every single month so again thanks for listening to the show and now you know let's just dive right in here we go hey everybody welcome to the productivity as podcast i'm mike vardy and happy new year yes happy new year the last episode we had, of course, was uh, on the 31st, so this is the first official episode of 2015, and I hope, now that we're a few days in, that all of your resolutions are intact, or that you made none of them, because you know me, I'm not a huge believer in New Year's resolutions, I'm more in the vein of New Year's revolutions. But let's not delay any further, I want to talk to you today about calendar apps, because uh, we're at that time of year where calendars are going to be something that we're all paying a bit more attention to, of course. Uh, as as I'm recording this, it is the uh, you know the, nearing the tail end of 2014. So I'm not even I, I'm actually time traveling right now. But I'm looking at my calendar, and the power of the calendar is really important because w- coupled with my task manager, uh, which is Todoist, of course, I'm able to really look at what's coming up on my calendar, any date specific appointments, and kind of get a sense of hey. Uh, what can I do now that will allow me to have much more uh, proactive time later? And I was looking at my calendar basically from this week onward. And for the next two weeks, I've got uh, children at home with me because they're out of school. And this is the first year where my son's daycare is actually mirroring my daughter's school in terms of uh, you know, uh, having time off. So I'm going to have a very loud household for two weeks in and around the Christmas time period. And then after that, my wife and I are going away for New Year's. We're going to spend some time in Portland as well as in Vancouver. Vancouver first, then Portland, having a, a fun time. My wife's never been to Portland before, and I'll get to show around there. But then after that, I get home, and, you know, I'm diving right into, you know, working on a new product release that we're dealing with and a, a whole bunch of other options and then I've got a workshop on the 13th of January here in Victoria. So I, I was thinking, you know, I, I need to really look long term and figure out how far ahead should I record. And I'm actually recorded now with this episode. I am actually recorded all the way up until the 21st of January. So I am actually recorded all the way up until my next sabbatical week, which takes place on the week of the 25th or 26th, depending on how you look at it. So... How was I able to do that? It's I'm using my calendar effectively. My calendar kind of helps me shape my longer form portions of my year. I can look ahead and say, hey, you know what? 
Uh, I'm doing a workshop in Victoria in January. I don't think I want to do another one in February, so I'm going to look and move that well in advance. We're still two months out from me doing that one, so I could easily contact the venue and say, hey, can we move this? Having a wall calendar, something I can look to and connect with without having the noise of the internet is critically important to my workflow. Uh, and that's where the Now Year calendar comes into play. Uh, I'm using uh, the Now Year calendar now. I was using Jesse Phillips's New Year calendar, N-E-U-Y-E-A-R dot N-E-T is where you can find that. Uh, but now I, we've, we've co-developed a, a calendar together. Uh, now, the difference between this calendar and the one that I was using is it's not a whiteboard calendar, which I'm okay with because I'm theming more uh, in terms of broad strokes as opposed to something that may need to move. So instead of saying it's a specific project per se, I'm doing more product development as a theme or family time as a theme or of course not theming my month at all which is what happened is happening in march this year because i'm going away for two weeks with my family but uh so with with the paper version of the now year calendar i don't get that option it's a little bit smaller than the uh, new year calendar as well but not much and still very effective looks fantastic i got to give jesse a big thanks for how it looks it also only fits uh you know vertically on the uh on the wall. Uh, this is version 1.0. Keep in mind for 2015. Uh, and I've got plans for it down the line. So if you want to get it, I put in the show notes. It's newyear.net, N-E-U-Y-E-A-R.net slash products slash the hyphen now hyphen year. Get yourself one. They look great. And I'd like to thank Jesse for putting this together. But if I didn't plan out my year, uh, in advance, I would be able to really effectively manage my tasks and therefore my time. Remember, I use time as sort of a guide as opposed to a ruler of my my months, my weeks, and my days. The apps I use are critical to this as well. I don't just use a paper calendar. I have a digital calendar as well because I have to keep up with certain activities around Productivityist and family life and professional life outside of Productivityist. So clearly, I need a calendar. And I'm going to highlight some of the ones that I've used and abused <laughs> over the years, and as well as the ones I'm using and experimenting with right now. So first off, let's talk about my main calendar uh, platform. And I use Google Calendar in terms of serving up my calendar, uh, it, all, all the date-specific appointments that I need to do. I don't use iCloud or iCal. I don't use anything else. It's Google Calendar. And I have specific smaller calendars. So I have one for content for productivity. I have one that's specific for Productivityist as a whole, one specific for uh, my professional uh, area of responsibility, and one for personal area of responsibility. So, And we have a family schedule as well. Getting my wife into using a calendar uh, option was far, far easier than getting her to use Todoist or, or Evernote or anything like that. So that's something that if you're trying to get somebody into a calendar application, using something like Google Calendar where the benefits are directly visible because time is, again, incredibly valuable to all of us. If if your spouse or your partner can see that you're all on the same page, that's really helpful in the calendar because time, again, the great equalizer, the great unifier, uh, we can see that we're in sync, then that's going to really be helpful. So I use that, but I don't use it on the web. So I don't use Google Calendar on the web per se. There are some instances where I have to go into the actual Google Calendar interface, but more often than not, on my Mac, I'm using an app called BusyCal. And I've tried, you know, Fantastical, uh, which I really liked, and I did like on iOS as well, but I've sw since switched from that as well. Uh, but BusyCal, I really like. It's made by a company called BusyMac, 
because it gives me so many viewable options. Whenever I'm trying to calculate how many uh, coaching calls I've done with someone, I can switch to list view very easily and do a quick search and then save that search so I can always check up how those coaching, uh, um, kind of how many coaches, uh, coaching calls I've, I've accumulated. Uh, I can also, you know, look at today view. I can see the weather up front. I can make a lot of really cool adjustments, and it's just really a pleasure to work with. They're also working on one called Busy Contacts right now, which I've been testing in beta. But BusyCal is the calendar app I choose. It's got a little menu dash bar that kind of gets out of the way, and I can take a look and see, okay, here's what I've got going on for today. Uh, here's what i got going on for tomorrow. I can create an anchor. I can make a menu. You know, I can do a whole bunch of different things. But I can use to-dos in it if I want, but you know how I feel about to-dos and calendars. So BusyCal is the one I use for, for the Mac. And all of these links will be in the show notes, by the way. So make sure you check those out. But the one I'm using on iOS right now is called Timeful. Now, for those of you who don't know what Timeful is, uh, it's it's an, kind of an experimental calendar application in that what it does is it allows you to really take a look at uh, how you're using your time. And I'm just going to go to the site real quick. And uh, it, it, it finds pockets of time for you to do other specific activities. Srini, Srinivas Rao, who was on the show, Srini, uh, he t- uses it. And it, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll throw that episode in the show notes as well, the one that he, uh, he mentions it on. But what I like about it is that you can have everything in there if you want. Events, to-dos, which again, to-dos not so huge for me, but habits. Habits are really, really important in terms of, especially at this time of year, trying to maintain them. So if you're trying to stick to some sort of resolutions or you're trying to say, you know, you want to do more yoga or do more exercise or or what have you or, or block out time for writing or work on that book, what it does is it offers intelligent time assistance. So what it does is it helps, looks at your calendar and learns your behavior and then it gets to know you and builds a better schedule for you. So if you want to schedule more stuff or you want to make sure that you're fitting in those really important things throughout your day or throughout your week, you're going to be able to do that with Timeful. Uh, you can actually protect your time on shared calendars so you could say, hey, you know what, I'm busy during those times so your habits won't get interfered with. You can sideline events if you want, so get them out of your way so you don't see it. And it does sync not only with Google Calendar but with Microsoft Exchange, iCal, and others. And I really like what they're putting together here with this. Um, the habits thing is so, so important for me uh, because I'm really trying to build more of that stuff. Uh, now, the people that are behind this, uh, one of the names you'll recognize right away is Dan Ariely, and he's a chief behavioral officer, and he studies this stuff. Uh, and I've been reading some of his work, and I really think that um, it's worth exploring. Right now, it is only, uh, it's not available on the web. I'd love to see a web-based version of it. In fact, I'd love to see a Mac version. Right now, it's only available, in, and actually, you'd like to see an Android, but it's only an iOS app. So if you're you're wanting to use it, you're going to have to be an iOS user. But Timeful, that's the app I'm playing with, and I'm actually quite liking it. I still use Full to track my habits uh, a lot more in terms of, you know, the things I really want to work on, um, you know, writing a thousand words a day, all that stuff. But in terms of blocking out chunks of time, this is where I think Timeful will really shine for me is saying, hey, I want to block out two hours just to write. I think that that's where this is where it'll really pay off because it'll find those pockets of time as opposed to me trying to diligently schedule 9 to 11, especially since you know I've got coaching calls to deal with and a variety of other appointments. So Timeful, you can get that at timeful.com. Uh, another calendar app that's really intriguing for me is called Daymap. 
And it's a Mac version, but what it does is what I like about it, and it's made by Whetstone Apps, is that it uses the calendar. If you like to schedule your tasks in a calendar, you can actually move things around in a calendar view really easily. And I know that you can do that in certain task apps like Trello, which is which is great. Uh, and of course, most of the task apps have some kind of calendaring option available. But I really do like how they put the calendar first in this. If you are somebody that actually really likes to use calendar, there's a video there that you can watch. I play with it a little bit, not as much as as you you know I I, I would have liked because again, I'm not a guy who you know, uses the the calendar to schedule my tasks. I use it more as the date specific stuff. But if you're trying to transition, or you're a big fan of To Do, which is a T E U X D E U X, then this may be something that you want to look at. It's called Daymap, and it'll be in the show notes as well. There's more intelligent calendaring apps that I've noticed as well. Uh, one is called Up Two. It's available in the App Store and Google Play. Basically, it understands what you need to do. And gives you a complete view of everything that, that, that matters to you. What I, what I like about it too is that it actually has, you know, two type of calendar layers. So, for example, it has the stuff that I need to do, right? The, the, the existing calendar, the stuff that's on my – but then it has like all my interests and likes. So if I want to watch the Bengals game, for those of you who know I'm a big Cincinnati Bengals fan, that calendar uh, schedule shows up in there as well. Um, so I can see the, the, the stuff that matters to me, like watching the, the Bengals or the San Antonio Spurs player or whatever, uh, or even a TV show. Cause it lines that up as well. Um, oh, again, don't know why you can PVR a TV show. I guess you could PVR a live sporting event as well. Not quite the same, but you can really get a sense of what, what is important and you can follow the calendars you care about. So it does sync with existing calendars. You can publish organizations, uh, calendar on up to as well so that's something worth exploring as well so it's at up to.com available for android and google play another intelligent one is called tempo uh, tempo.ai you can actually uh, look and see what needs to be taken care of in advance it, uh, their tagline is be prepared for what's next and tempo is smart enough it, it kind of takes care of the little things so you can focus on the bigger things you can connect all your stuff together even clout if you're <laughs> concerned about that you can use some reminders in there as well. There's five different calendar views that are worth exploring. Um, and what I find interesting is that everyone kind of talks about, like task management apps are such a, there's a, they're a dime a dozen. Calendar apps are becoming that way as well, especially now that we're seeing more and more of these intelligent ones. I really like it, and I think it's worth exploring. Tempo.ai. I, I got to say, if I wasn't using uh, Timeful, I would probably be using Tempo. Another one that... Uh, I see it on a lot of calendar apps. But another one that I, I, I've been uh, playing with uh, is called Sunrise. Now, the reason a lot of people like Sunrise, and I mentioned this in the Task Apps Made Easy course with Steve Dotto, is that a lot of task apps sync up to it. So it integrates with, with Asana and with Todoist and with Trello. But the problem for me is that I don't like my tasks in my calendar. I just don't like to have tasks to me. Um, there's functionality within my task app to allow me to assign a due date or a start date or both or or, uh, apply a time to it if I want. I don't like having that stuff in my calendar cluttering up my day, especially since some of the apps, the way they integrate, it shows them all as all-day activities. Uh, So Sunrise is is very nice. It's also web-based too, which is great, and it syncs up with your Google Calendar. So that's one of the advantages it has. But in terms of being able to use it regularly, I just find that there's just too much noise. And one of the things that I've been trying to do on my iOS device, and I'm going to work on something like this for productivity so people can kind of, 
you know, drown out all the noise of their calendar apps as they add more to their uh, to their uh, devices is uh, how to make it so that you only get the notifications from the one you're using. Um, because that's that's something that I think is critically important. You don't want to be interrupted by five different calendar apps or see 20 million notifications from the different calendar apps you're using. So to recap, as we head into this new year, uh, having a calendar strategy is key. And I used to have a book called The Now Year, A Practical Guide to Calendar Management. I'm going to be rolling that into a new version of the Productivityist Workbook in 2015. But what I want to stress is that having a, a visual, disconnected paper year look, yearly calendar, like the Now Year calendar, is great for me because I can see everything. If you, There's other ones out there. There's one called the Pivot Calendar that just had a Kickstarter campaign that I think is really, really promising as well. So that's something you, all, you might also want to look at. Uh, but you need to marry analog and digital. Digital is great for the day-to-day, the week-to-week. But once you start getting to the month-to-month and then the yearly stuff, you want to have some kind of visual representation that allows you to disconnect from the digital, connect with your bigger themes, your bigger words, your bigger aspirations for the year ahead so you can have the best year that you want anytime you want just by taking a look to your left like I am right now and seeing uh, the, the, the themes that I've lined up for 2015. So there you have it. There are obviously more calendar apps out there. If I didn't mention one that you wanted me to mention, please drop me a line. You can uh, put a, a comment if you're a Patreon supporter. And again, if you're a Patreon supporter, thank you very much. You heard this episode a couple days earlier than everybody else. And also you just helped me uh, bring more audio equipment to the mix. And, and again, I can't thank you enough for your support. Uh, but if you if you have any ideas for calendar apps that you'd like me to cover, just drop uh, drop us a line at info at productivityist dot com, and uh, Amy will get uh, get that information back to me, or, or maybe she'll respond, or you know maybe one of the other guys will respond. It's uh, or you might just hear from me. <laughs> but also, uh, I will if you've got a calendar app that you want to let me know about. You could also a cool thing to do would be if you want to email that, you can drop a sound file via email as well, so I can share that on the show. So if you're interested in saying, hey, here's why I use this calendar and here's how I use this calendar, I'd be more than happy to play that on the show. Again, we only have have a half hour, but if you want to do that and we get a, a, some requests in there, I'll happily play some of them on the show. So and it doesn't matter when I play them because calendars are important every single day, every single week, every single month of the year. Okay. Thanks again so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Productivities Podcast. I've hoped you had a great start to the Gregorian calendar year. Of course, you know, my new year doesn't start till Groundhog Day. Uh, but uh, uh, as for the rest of the world, uh, I mean, I've, I'm the one that's a little bit off kilter here, but I hope you really uh, had a great holiday season, that you enjoyed the start to your year and that you're going into the next uh, few months stronger, faster, better than ever, because the goal here is, of course, not just at Productivities, but across the board, I'd love to see you be more effective, more efficient, and be better than ever. So thanks so much again for listening, and we will see you all again next week with another guest. It's not just me next week. We'll have a guest back. So thanks again for tuning in, and have a great week.